Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashford? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some Forex. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And it's a good thing my name is Joey, because today we're talking about kangaroos. Oh, good. Yep. Tidy. Tidy. None of the brilliance of the Bowen Hills are alive with the sound of Brisbane, but it's still a good intro. You can't always be tidy, mate. Sometimes you need to get down, dirty, Absolutely. and out to the cliffs. Uh, we'll, we'll break it to you early, guys. I didn't find out why it was called Kangaroo Point. No, nor did I. Couldn't find anything. Uh, we had a couple of very bright sparks message us saying, it's funny it's called Kangaroo Point because there's no actual kangaroos. Mm. Um, and not only was that really clever, I thought it really sensitively summed up. Uh, the Queensland state election. Yeah. So uh, really bright messages. But no, we could not find out. I mean, it's like anywhere in Brisbane or Queensland or Australia or even that has like like Frog's Hollow or Kangaroo Point or like any uh, animal things. It's just like, yeah, I'm sure at one point there was an abundance of animals there. Well, would there have been? Because I'm thinking, would Kangaroo, Kangaroo Point wouldn't have been even in settling times like an overly bushland. Well, no, they said they said jungle, and we'll get to it. But they said jungle covered with mangroves. Oh, I guess there would have been a fair bit of. But but you don't often see kangaroos around mangroves. Well, you know, man, you haven't been to one of our gigs yet. When got a surprise, when Cam Smith and Jonathan <laughs> Thurston, <laughs> two great kangaroos in the audience. Our first live gig at Australia Zoo. Mm. Do they have oh, kangaroos? God, no, of course they do. I assume it's like them. They're mate. <laughs> they they would have so many. Because there's like, I mean, what? Isn't there like an excessive number of kangaroos in Australia? I think they're a pest. Yeah, they're a pest. So, mm. kang- oh, Australia's out. They could rustle up like 20 of them. No, that's an eyelid. Maybe in settling times, kangaroos were quite a different animal and they could climb and they True. scaled the cliffs or they had wings. We don't know when. Um, oh, no, we don't know when Australia was settled. No. We didn't look into it. When Australia. We didn't do basic research when for Australia this show. Australia started <laughs> at, when Captain Cook built it himself out of sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he came to a massive like. sand dune at Stratty and shaped Australia out of thin air. And he de-winged the kangaroos, Terrible. hence the flying kangaroos. Which, uh, which is hence, his worst crime, hence obviously. Qu- the obviously. worst thing Captain Cook ever did was de-wing kangaroos. Mm. What about Qantas? Bloody COVID oh, de-winged fl- our kangaroo, oh, didn't it? Oh, right. So many job layoffs. Yeah. All that commentary to come. How about uh, Virgin? Oh. No, but enough about our housemate. <laughs> don't, don't know any, mate. Got him. Leave housekeeping. It. Housekeeping. The live show, Unpacking Brisbane Tonight, first ever of our new improv edition yep. not for not for recording so if you're listening to this and you didn't get a ticket uh fomo fomo you're missing out but also if you're coming uh be aware that if we say something funny off the cuff it's probably going to come up in an episode later absolutely so, having it yeah there's a i'm actually glad we're not recording and releasing it because it means we can just do the whole thing again and again and no one will ever know exactly Big money be, spinner for us. It's going to be great. So we're going to we're going to keep that fast, loose, and Friday. So that's and at nine thirty. F- uh, fast and loose, Henry. Mm. Praise. Yeah, very loose, very fast. Not going to be a long praise, guys, but yeah, a worthwhile praise. We've had some people in our private lives come up to us and say you're inviting people to your house. Uh, they, they've used an offensive term, randoms. Mm. And I've said. Uh, Get out of my... Shut up. What's the matter, you? Shut up in your face. These are not randoms. They are un-Pakistanis. Well, and also, you know, everyone's a stranger until you give them a chance. Oh, fucking and, nice, uh, And that's a great just... Particularly as a house of three men, oh, I yeah. think there's an element of natural security. We feel, mm. uh, you know, there's obviously a gendered element to this, but also, please, 
hour and a half. It'll be fun. Strangers are just be friends fine. you haven't made yet. Absolutely. And that's what I tell the kids. That's what I tell I my say, son. If someone drives past you and says, oi, I say, just give him a chance. Yeah. And particularly, if he's, just if he's, give him a chance. If he's got lollies. Sounds like a bang up guy. He's nice. He's nice. Oh, I was scared. He was being nice. You know what's weird, Henry? You know how they always talk about like, oh, don't trust strangers to give you candy. Danger. Mm. That's literally what a red frog does. Yeah. It's a like person you don't know who gives you lollies. Comes full circle. When mm. you're young, you're not meant to trust them. You're meant to run away. When you're fucking 17, oh. four UDLs deep at schoolies, you're meant to trust them with your life. And your pancake batter. Oh, exactly. It's a bloody with mess. the library of pancake batter that you have. Oh, fucking nice. When Brett Peter Cowan kidnapped my pancake batter and I was like, <laughs> oh, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. Yes. Uh, a bit of pancake uh, battery. Um, and speaking of actual, you know, pancake snacks, lollies, bring a plate. Bring a plate. If you're coming to Pre's. So the, the, the structure of Pre's, Send us a screenshot of your ticket. Yeah, we're not going to openly will, put no, our address out but there. send us a screenshot of your ticket and on the day we will message you the address yep. and your time to come to Pre's. Probably going to be about like, I don't know, 7.30, 8.00. We're, like, we're probably talking a soft 7.45. Yeah. Hard 8. Hard 8. If you're not there by 8, the door's <laughs> closed until we open it at 9 to like walk up the road to Fritzenberger. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, come along. That's going to be fun. And as we said, bring a plate. Doesn't have to be anything on it. No, in just a, a plate. In a bit of a subversion of the Australian tradition of bring yeah. a plate. If you just, bring a box of favourites, you've actively done the wrong thing because we haven't told you not to bring a thing. Mm. We've told you to bring a thing. We bring a thing, it's so a plate. So don't bring the thing you bring when you're not told to bring a thing. Don't bring the thing to bring when you're not told to bring a thing because the thing we've told you to bring is a plate. Exactly. And there doesn't have to be a thing on the plate. No. You can and bring, you can sing about what you bring. Um, I brought a plate. <laughs> Here's the rule. Yeah. If the plate's got something on it, like if you bring food, you can take your plate. If you bring an empty plate, we keep the plate because we need more crockery. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. I like that. So you can choose. Basically, your gift to the house either has to be mm. the food that happens to be on the plate or the plate itself. Yeah. We'll never take both. No. We'll only take one. So if, if you were to turn up with a screenshot and a plate <laughs> with food on it yep. and an empty plate, no. No. Because that's overdoing it a bit. Uh, it's overdoing it, and also then we'd have to exercise we don't want our discretion, outs. which we don't want to do. No. Uh, Jack will do that. Jack can do that for us. But for, for my perspective, I would rather you bring an empty plate. I'd also, love like, anyone who's living with their parents, like, how many fucking plates do family homes have? Heaps. Like, 28. And it has to be ornamental. Like, if, you, if, 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 it's, if like, it's a decorative plate. Oh, yeah. Fan art yeah, it is encouraged have to be on the plate. like it, the most practical plate, nor a dog shit plate. Just like anything that could conceivably be a plate. We'll give you and um, if you rock up pinging in your eyes like dinner plates, it counts for me. Mm. Yeah, that counts. That counts. And weird, but counts. Best plate. We'll find you a prize. We hinted as a sponsorship. We're not ready yeah. to drop that yet. But if we have uh, some excess. Mm gear of theirs. I mean, is- actually, we're ready to drop it on our socials. So keep an eye on the socials. If you read the email, uh, but we are not, we're not technically yet entitled to talk about our experiences with it because we haven't actually got them yet. So we'll do it on the socials and then- Keep you your eyes peeled because there'll be a discount code and everything. It's going to be great. Now, before we get into this week's suburb, yep. I want to quickly, as we, we haven't done for a while, but I just wanted to do a quick addendum, I suppose, to Camp Hill, Please. the last week's suburb. Uh, people often say to us, do you ever go to the suburbs before you- Record them, to which the answer is no. We come up with them about, you know, at least four Day or five off. hours before Day we record off, it. Yeah. We get in, we skip through a Wikipedia page and we get on with shit. But this was a it's reminder as to- growing up in the city that we're doing a podcast of. 100%. But mm. I had a, yeah, a, a stark reminder once again that maybe it would be good to go visit because we did the Camp Hill episode and we spoke about it as a very family-orientated place. And we did, Absolutely. we mentioned Beth, who 
Beth's brother was not willing to house sit for her in Camp Hill. Brother Beth. Brother Beth. Uh, until we uh, until we'd given our review of the suburb, which we did. Um, I went to Camp Hill on Sunday. Did you? To celebrate my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Paul. Dad's um, hit the big 5-4 and... Yeah, would be. Yeah. (laughs) Would it be Joe? Well, same age as my parents. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely would be. Yeah, great. (laughs) Good point. Uh, (laughs) 5-4, the 54. And he's... um, So we went to celebrate at a lovely little cafe called Florence in Camp Hill. Uh, We're driving around Camp Hill. So we're sitting in Camp Hill in Florence. So first thing we get there, and it's got not just a corner store cafe vibe, but it's got like a... Byron vibe. To which Do we you know to- someone who used to work at Florence? Potentially, mate, because we sit down and the trendiest fucking people I've ever seen in my life start walking in, one after the other, girls of just incomparable beauty, all wearing big, br- you know the broad-brimmed fashionable hat that's come back? Yeah, absolutely. A- and and it takes a certain type of person to pull it off. And you and I aren't one of those people. We're all. not one of them. BBC's entire student populace aren't any of them. <laughs> Enough of the fucking boater college. Oh my God, enough of the straw boater, please. I'm done. But every person wearing this hat was pulling it off. It was the most indie collection of people I've ever seen. Trendy. There was fucking like the menu. You could get vegan shit on it. Are you kidding? I was, I had like, I had some sort of turmeric. Mate, I'm just looking at their menu now. Uh, Literally, uh, you can buy just from the can. You know how most places you buy from the can are like yeah. a little bacon egg muffin or something? There you buy a cardamom and turmeric poached pear. That's what I had. I- oh, the no. perfect addition of home-baked goods. Also, on top of porridge and cheese platters. Yeah. I hope they mean porridge on the one hand and cheese platters on the other because I can't knows? imagine something more disgusting than a porridge and cheese platter. Who knows with Florence? It's but my mum, My mum made the very good point of saying, you guys talk about it as a family suburb, but all the kids who were there when you were growing up, they're now growing up. And a lot of them might have stayed in Camp Hill or are still living at home. It's a tough time economically. Um, So, you know, maybe these are the kids who were my my colleagues and my contemporaries at St. Thomas's Primary School who have now grown up to be cool. This place is fucking cool. And it kind of sucks because we thought we were being cool moving to Caxton Street. Yeah. But maybe the coolest shit is staying in Camp Hill. The actions at Camp Hill. This place was lifting off. So I would say to Beth... uh, Apologies if we misled your brother. He absolutely should house it. Everyone there's hot. It looks like a friggin' photo shoot half the time, especially in this cafe Florence, where the food was excellent, I might just say. So, um, sorry to Camp... I, I mean, I think the majority of what we said in Camp Hill was still correct. Yeah. But, bro, um, I think it's cooler than we thought. I, I was, like, stunned. To the point where I think our famously cool friend Hamish, mm. Jagger Hamish, um, I, st- I think, like, Bill or something worked at Florence. Yeah, right. Just having a quick scroll on Instagram, I think one of Hamish's menagerie of incredibly cool mates worked at Florence. There you go. One Which of the cool, really puts it squarely one of the on cool brands. boys. One of the stand cool, back and stand by. <laughs> <laughs> cool boys, blonde hair, surfs, works mm. at Florence at Camp Hill. Very yeah. groovy. Anyway, that's a good update. I yeah. like an update on the suburbs. It was great. Some suburbs, like, I don't expect any news from Kangaroo Point. Over the, actually, I'll take that back. There's been a lot of news from Kangaroo Point lately. It's been a fair bit of news. <laughs> Probably the most in the news suburb at the moment. But Camp Hill is one for mine that I think we should go to more. Yeah. And I fully intend on it. And, and now we have one more update, don't we, Henry? Yeah. So- On a vintage part of the show. Yeah. Loyal veteran Unpakistanis. I'd say new listeners- Probably won't be across this bit at all. Yeah, not unless you've gone back and listened to season one. Season one, um, we we don't talk about it heaps. It's but a bit raw. The, it was raw. We were learning, and one of Unfiltered. our our mos in season one was to get the attention of the greatest man that Brisbane has ever produced, the King, our dad, Andrew Lofthouse. Yeah, Channel Nine's news anchor. 
Now, we mentioned on the show last week, I have a new job working for 4BC, mm-hmm. owned by Channel 9. So in a bit of cross-promo, oh. every afternoon, we allow the anchor of Channel 9 News to do a quick little one-minute chat about what's coming up in the news net, though, the headlines. Oh, you're kidding. Who's the bloody Channel 9 News anchor, mate? Lofty. Yeah. Really? Fucking, fucking Andrew Lofthouse. You're so, kidding. Andrew Lofthouse. So you're this close to Lofty. I'm a phone line away. Because we had people sending us Lofty's like phone number, people mm. we know who work at Nine, but Too I always weird. felt a little bit uncomfortable cold calling Andrew Lofthouse. I now have it. Oh, now, I'm yes. not saying we're going to call him live on the show Should text today. him live on the show. Well, we'll just... We'll see what... Ha- I'm, I'm aware that I'm... And now we have equipment that can link up a phone call. <laughs> I'm aware that throw I'm fairly new, new in this job. Throw your new job absolutely <laughs> in jeopardy by calling Andrew Lofton. <laughs> on a, on a weeknight. Um, <laughs> and he's just like wrapped up the news. But yeah, he's probably on the drive home because remember we found out he was a traitor. Yeah. He lives at the... He's a commuter. He's a Sunshine Coast commuter. How much time... Much uh, Lofty must get home at like 10 p.m. I mean, he probably doesn't have to be at the office until like three. Mm. Yeah. It's like cool. the news happens without him. He right. reads the news. He doesn't make the news. Well, not to detract from his importance. He's making news here because yeah, he's, he's making headlines he's, on unpacking um, Bruce Vegas. Well, I called him yesterday on the. Uh, well, oh, did you know? well, it was what are we? It was Monday. I called him on Monday for the public holiday that oh, I was yeah. working. Happy birthday, Liz. Uh, mm. I was still working it. And um, yeah, he answered it clearly just not at the office. Oh. And he's like, oh, I didn't know we were doing that today. Sorry, I thought the radio stations were off in Brisbane. Just the sounds and, of like, yeah. here's to Lofty. <laughs> he's true blue. Not far from it. So we were like, oh. But then I think, no, I think he might have been at work and just like having a bit more of a chill day with Melissa. Oh, right, right. Him and Melissa Downs were getting ready for the news, but not thinking they had to do this call into the radio station. Because it's public holiday. Mate, this guy, I was like, oh, sorry, we can do it another way. We don't have to do it. I can call you back later. And he goes, um, no, no, that's all right, Henry. That's fine. And then I swear to God, just like off the top of his head is able to do the news headlines. Incredible. The man just knows the That's news. the power of a newsreader is he's not really reading the news. He's just a human source of news he, for the day. He switched on and like an Hopefully the source of news he will one day say is, here's one for you, Unpacking Brisbane is my spiritual successor. Hell yeah. So thanks Lofty. Uh, well done, yeah, Lofty. Just, thought, just thought people of season one would be interested to know that Unpacking Brisbane is a edges step closer. Closer. To We're edging Andrew Lofty. We are edging our way Should we dive Lofty? into the Wikipedia page? Henry? Yeah, let's do it. Wikipedia, uh, another incredibly detailed page, but I'm going to kick things off, Henry, with asking you about the population of Kangaroo Point. Hell yeah. No clues. Oh. What? Maybe one. Um, <laughs> okay. The one clue is it's sort of the number I'd expect it to be. Okay, thanks. And I'm not very good at guessing this, though, so that may not help. That's uh, well, immensely <laughs> unhelpful. Keep in mind I haven't had dinner, folks. I'm operating on a... Pretty empty stomach, so my usual. I mean, I've I've fluency. You've, for you've gone mental. it wrong in you know before the live show. You had six thousand like six hundred and eighty. No, no. Yeah. it's like eight thousand and sixty. It's not that far off. Oh, it for is. a man who hasn't had dinner, I don't buy this excuse at all. What? Like how much food you have? You're not you when you're hungry, man. Yeah, but if you provide like, if you provide it's not me, like you've been getting them that right over the last five. I'm weeks, one Snickers away, which means if you're not you when you're hungry, you should be getting them better when you're hungry. What if it's like you're not you when you're hungry, but there's someone specifically you are? <laughs> it's like I. It's like and Henry Brett's when you're not hungry, you're Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, no, do you Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> no, woohoo. I saw there was a glint in your eye that you want to be like Henry Brett's when you're not hungry, you're okay, Christopher Walken. There you go. <laughs> Have a minute of your Christopher Walken, Henry. You know, I could do with a Snickers. I could uh, eat today 
I wonder so how excited. Does, does Christopher Walken even say you know that much? <laughs> I feel like, I, he's I feel like if you people... go to a fucking year 11 theatre sports match. Oh, everyone's they, doing a Walken and a Morgan Freeman getting in there something. Uh, uh, no. uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so relieved I got out of like graduated from school just before Trump impressions would have become oh, the yeah. default in theatre sports. I'm pretty sure I, when I was coaching theatre sports still, and I, I think our final the, was a month before Trump got elected. Well, I think this is, I think this was the grand final you were in, and we're just like I was in the audience, obviously, and there was a team of four, not our team, but there was a team of four. Mm. Three guys were on stage, and there's one guy standing off the stage. Now, clearly, by virtue of having not joined the scene, he was the least confident improviser. Yeah, he's off stage. The three of them talking, knowing they have no other options, but this clearly underconfident kid just go. Well, 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 if it isn't Donald Trump, <laughs> this kid looks behind him, desperation, and he's just like, well, yep. And he walks out and just, and I swear to God, it was like, get me, Donald Trump. I was like, you bastards, you threw this kid completely under the proverbial bus. I've he didn't al- have a chance. I've always wanted that. That is a great power move, though, of just like, you know, even in a social situation, being like, <laughs> oh, Henry, come on, do do your Whoopi Goldberg. Come do on, you- do your Whoopi Goldberg, you know. Joey. Oh, he loves it. Joey, do- oh, sorry, I know it's allowed, but do you just send her a turn? Okay. Do- oh, oh, I love New Zealand, <laughs> and uh, we've handled this virus really well. God, remember when New Zealand had an outbreak and all of Australia were like, oh, <laughs> yes, suck, suck it, suck it, suck Remember it when New Zealand had an outbreak and we're like, your country is smaller than Sydney. I'm con- How have you not handled this better? I said this to you literally today. Yeah. Not even about the show. We I were agree. just having a conversation. I just don't think, be- like being prime minister of New Zealand, bit of pressure. I reckon being like oh, a like- cabinet minister of New Zealand would be easier than my current job. I know I'm offending a lot of Kiwis out there. Uh, I, no, I, I reckon it'd be relaxed. I couldn't agree more. Mate, their ta- I didn't realise this the other day. I thought New Zealand was like eight or nine million. Someone looked it up on their phone. It's 4.3 million. Yeah. They're actively smaller than Sydney. It's yeah. fucking pitiful. Being a mayor <laughs> of like a Sydney council district, like say the mayor of Bankstown or Liverpool, mm. harder than being a cabinet minister in New Zealand. Just make some more kids. Why do New Zealanders want to fuck each other? <laughs> well, you fuck the busy. wallabies enough. They're too busy fucking sheep. They're too busy fucking sheep. They're too busy fucking the wallabies at uh, Bledisloe. Like, I really like those sheep tuts. I think they're looking <laughs> really good. Sheep Trying to kids. shoehorn in the fact that the only Kiwi accent I do well is a guy going, oh, that's a great pair of tuts. That's a great, that's a, oh, I love getting my duck in a tuts. What? Oh, dick, right. Kangaroo no, Point is dick. located directly <laughs> across the Brisbane dick. River. My dick in some tuts. From the Brisbane Central <laughs> Business District. <laughs> Or dick strict. The Brisbane Central Dock Strict. I'm going to do it all as Donald Trump. I'm going to do this whole thing as Donald Trump. Yeah, man. I'm Donald Trump. I'm going to do this whole thing as Henry doing Christopher Walken. You know, being on the south side of the river, I'm never got a sun suburb. But that is interesting. There is actually, yeah, the point here is um, because it's east from the CBD, but it's on the south side of the river. uh, I wrote down, this is rattling the ghosts of an age-old argument that somewhat infuriates me, which is, is the south side just south of the river or is there something more? Mm. My issue, I think Jack or like someone we know is really strong on, no, 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 if it's south of the river, it's south side. If it's north of the river, it's north side. Problem with that is that just utterly obliterates... um, any argument that how have I lost my way? oh it utterly obliterates the existence of east and west as suburb divisions. Well, yeah, I it just it also, just gives the river so much agency. Also, the river 
winds hardcore from north to south. It's not a flat line through the middle. You know how in like a lot of European cities there will be like a straight river that runs through the guts of the city, like mm. Thames in London or like the Liffey in Dublin, where it's like, oh yes, if you're north of it, you're effectively north of the CBD. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've always thought of it. So is that saying that even the southern, like the south suburbs, are not? Cooparoo and whatnot, but the south suburbs are like Graceville yep. and shit. No, no. Uh, yes, yes, Graceville. Uh, yeah, yeah. But here's the point I always found weird. Weird. If you follow this definition, right, Fig Tree Pocket is the north side. No. Despite being 28 kilometres further south mm. than Wynnum. Well, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So Stupid. Fig Tree Pocket, you're saying, oh, it's north. It is 28 kilometres further south as the crow flies from Wynnum. This happened to me when I was doing the job keeping jobbers segment on Nova. And I think with no notice at all, because that's sort of how that brekkie show rolls, they were like, <laughs> oh, go to a just go to a south suburb and a north suburb. And we had that me and uh, Reese had that exact same thing of like, well, what do, what do they think? Yeah. Because yeah, they do And a much to that point, I think if someone said to me though, go to an eastern suburb, I would reliably think Kangaroo Point, East Brisbane and Woolloongabba. Me too. I think when I think south in a city suburb, it's South Brisbane and South Bank. As soon as you're at Kangaroo Point, you're getting to the east. I think Kangaroo Point is a comfortably eastern suburb. Absolutely. And I'm glad we could settle this entirely agreeing with each other. Fantastic. Um, What else has the Wikipedia got to tell us outside of this stupid... Oh, and also interesting that we openly disagree with the Wikipedia there. Yeah. Fuck them. See you later, fuckheads. Two right hand. The six-lane main street runs from Story Bridge to Woolloongabba. Yep. I love... How many main streets are there? I think, that might, I think that might be our main, our only main street. I think that's... And that's definitely our only main main street. The fact that none others spring to mind. I love the gall to, when naming streets, be like, eh, eh it's just the main one. I don't put it out there. It's our main also, street. Also, when the... Uh, we They're not wrong. Is it the main... What would you think the main... Ant street. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I would say oh, Ant street. Ant street. Particularly street. given that it runs from the base of the valley... Yep. to the city, more than Queen Street, Wickham, or any other street. Anne Street is the main street of Brisbane. And in terms of iconography, I'd almost argue that like a Brunswick Street is up there. Like Definitely. A- Much more like classic. Also, Brunswick is equally fucking long. Um, I just looked it up. So funny. There's one other main street in Brisbane. Guess where it is? Oh, um, Victory Pocket. Samford. Oh, the fucking well, boldness that's- of <laughs> barely in Brisbane farmland Samford going, yeah, we got a main street too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the main street for us. We don't have a story bridge, but we have a story of uh, moving there with your young family and giving the kids plenty of space to run around. You're looking for the you're looking for the Saint Reader's formal post. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, just going to take a left street. on Main Street. <laughs> yeah, it's just behind, just parked behind the party bus. It's uh, doing a forty eight <laughs> point turn. Going to uh oh, you want to go to Main Street after the cricket at the Gabba? Gee, that's going to take you about forty five minutes mm. with an Uber, mate. Mm. Oh, you mean the lesser Main Street? Oh, you mean oh, Sanford? Right, right, right. It's uh, like Paris, Texas, or, <laughs> or Paris, or Paris, France. Main Street, Bristol. Oh, we thought you meant Main Street, Sanford. So I took out here. This uh, that'll be sixty dollars for the Uber. <laughs> I mean, I have had Uber drivers that are so dumb. I think that's a possibility. Oh, all right. Jeez, going in on the Uber drivers. I mean, it's a gig economy, man. My, my main irk with Uber drivers is um, Uber Eats drivers never know how to deliver food to our house on Caxton Street because yeah. everyone assumes Caxton Street is a like, there's nowhere to park. As a man who's been scrolling the Uber Eats app throughout this uh, podcast no, recording. I'm sorry to remind you, Henry. I'm, uh, that, that does. Uh, on me. Main Street, though, the Wikipedia page also tells us uh, until the 1930s, this company, Evans, Anderson, and Philand, built steam locomotives at their Kangaroo Point Works Queensland Railways. However, their works were not located near a railway, so the completed trains were delivered along Main Street on a temporary track. <laughs> now, I found this funny yeah. because they've built trains 
nowhere near a train track. So I've had to put them on a car or a temporary track and deliver them to a train track. It's like building a boat at Alice Springs. Literally, surely <laughs> step fucking one of building a train is build it near a train track. Almost, I'd almost argue build the tracks first. <laughs> like legit. Well, they had to build a temporary track at Main Street and then rip it up. Imagine fucking your company so bad that the <laughs> Brisbane City Council is like, righto, um, yeah, sorry, we have to build a train that cuts through the Brunswick Street Hotel purely because someone got their business wrong. It's absolutely insane. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Here's a shout out to Evans, Anderson and Philan. I know a Philan. A Philan. I wonder if her family is responsible. I reckon they could be. Yeah, absolutely. Got a temporary tracks. Uh, now- Fucking temporary tracks down your arm because you were fucking on speed when you were making that oh, decision. Too right, too right. Those Bloody track tra- marks. train tracks going down there because you were injecting heroin oh, when yes. you made a decision to make tracks oh, yes, so far away from a train track. You must have been on that dope. I was going to say you, temporary tracks. It's like- You doping? <laughs> hey, doping. Hey, doping. The seven dwarves, sleepy, dark. Hey, man, you got any dope? <laughs> What the fuck, oh, dopey? Fuck his dope. Not the one we expected. Like, come on, Methy. Let's go. Let's go. Build. Well, Sleepy maybe had some weed. Yeah. Doc is on like Which prescription painkillers. All of the Happy's Wasn't MDMA. that always the thing where like, oh, they're meant to represent seven different drugs? I've never heard that, but that makes so much oh, sense. I've, now. I've heard that. That's like a big thing. So what? Happy is definitely MD. Yep. Who's Coke? Doc? No, Doc. I think it's like a prescription <laughs> painkiller type thing, like a benzo. Okay, not like Codril. No, <laughs> maybe Cod- like pseudoephedrine or Doc's something. Cold, cold and flu. I mean, night. I don't know any of them Are you other than like the main night? three. Is there a grumpy Coke? Grump- what? I guess like is there a grumpy? Oh, because he hasn't had any. Anyway, <laughs> um, right in. Speaking of getting high, the landscape of Kangaroo Point is predominantly high rise apartments <laughs> towards the tip of the peninsula. <laughs> while the southern end is predominantly low-medium-density apartments and Queenslander-type houses. I don't have much to say on this, but I do agree with well, them they, that the skyline of Kangaroo Point is a fucking mess. And it's why I always... Actually, I'm going to say more than any other suburb, get confused about where Kangaroo Point starts and ends. Yeah. Because the fact that near the Story Bridge is like obnoxious sort of wealth, you know, very well-off families, retirees, mm. and as we'll get to later on, prostitutes, funnily yeah. enough. Uh, but the back end is like... Big six-person share houses. It's way more of an East Brisbane and Wool and Gabba vibe uh. than it is the vibe of like a posho in a city suburb. It yeah, is a fucking mess. When you're driving from the east side, just looking at it, I'm like, oh, you guys had no fucking idea what this suburb was going to be. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's kind of like there's that big one. It's sort of the least cohesive suburb in Brisbane. Well, you know where the Kangaroo Point Maccas is? Yeah. Which we've discussed at length. But then over it, there's like a huge lot but that does have an apartment in it. Yeah. Right? Or is that where the prison is? I think it might be where the prison oh, is. I think that's the prison where, they've been, where the demonstration where the KP happened, which we'll get into. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that is interesting. Anyway. It is right. Um, what a fascinating Wikipedia article. Fascinating little thing they pointed uh, out about the sky. Now, Keep a consistent s- skyline. That's what I'd say. Yeah. As a, as a tip, if you're for the town planners out there who love to, love to criticise our, our work. I'll criticise you. Yeah. Whoever the town planner is I don't, I don't is come listening, down to your town and slap the town out of your hands. Absolutely I fucking not. I don't go to your I don't know plans about their job. and say, these could use some more town. Yeah, I don't like get a rubber and just nope. rub out your fucking plans. Absolutely Idiots. not. hate a lot of them. The town planner who made Kangaroo Point listening to this, firstly, where are the kangaroos? Secondly, get your get a ruler Too fucking and right, skyline it right. Now, speaking of tips, the Wikipedia article tells us that at the northern tip of the peninsula, 
is Captain Burke Park. Now, how iconic is that? I love Captain I Burke love Park. that that area has never been given up for a development. No. Yes, you can get Riverside property on New Farm on the river, at you know Norman Park right on the river. Basically, every bit of river Everywhere. in Brisbane has a house in front of it, except for Captain Burke Park, my man. It's a lovely little park. And, you get, and if you want to get, because I mean, a lot of the time for Nova... For Casanovas, sometimes we needed to get like generic pictures of the Casanovas for like, how good's the city and whatnot. Right. So we'd like go no, and I park don't work in, in Captain. I don't, I don't get that. You wouldn't understand. But no. we park under the Kangaroo Point, at, under the Story Bridge at Captain Burke Park. You get a great little low angle when you get on your knees. Oh, with the, with the, the with bridge. The, yeah, up the above bridge you. in the back and yeah, the branding iconic. right and there. And now we've got felons right across. Hey, you know what's very exciting? Mm. They're talking about building a massive city cat for, uh, terminal at Felons. Oh, good And idea. particularly one that's going to link Felons and Kangaroo Point. So oh, we're cool. going to be able to do back and forth between Storybridge Hotel to that Sea Legs Brewing Co. Oh, felons. yeah. I'm going to yeah. put it out there. Fuck it. Not even a green bridge. Build a drunk bridge. Nice. So you can do a straight pub crawl, ah. st- let's say starting at the Pineapple, right. all the way down Main Street, sea legs, walk across the Drunk Bridge, steady as she goes, felons, Percival's, into the valley. Oh, I love that. Welcome Call to Brisbane like, in 2034. Not a green bridge, like the Keen Bridge or something. Yeah, be some yeah, sort yeah. Of Or fun. the Feeling Green Bridge would be yeah. its nickname. It's oh. like, oh, you're always sick, vomiting when you walk over it. Or just clean, just call it still the Green Bridge. Because by the time you're crossing it, yeah. you're probably starting to spew. A little bit green. And yeah. because it's over the river, it's like, oh, a bit seasick, bit green. Yeah, fine. Oh, big fan of all of this. This is all great. Yeah, we'll ride, we'll ride into a Greens council. It'll be like, Greens for the Greens Bridge where you feel green. Oh. Like, Fucking brilliant, Joey. Go for that, Michael Berkman. Who, right? Well, I guess... Would Amy McMahon, if she wins this upcoming state election, South, South Brisbane? That no, would be I think her, she's right? a bit more South. No, no, isn't South Brisbane like true? Oh. I th- no, I'm. Ab- oh, because Jackie Trad. Yeah, yeah, Jackie Trad. Yeah, would absolutely, it'll be Kangaroo Point. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Well, also because our electoral boundaries do tend to follow the river. I don't reckon it's out of the realm of possibility for Amy McMahon to come on this show before the um the election and start making some outlandish promises. No, not at all. I mean, uh, that's sort of the premise. Of, I mean, not anymore because they're getting elected, but the original premise of the Greens is like, make outlandish promises and just sort of like mm. see what happens. Can't we'll, wait for a Greens government one day. We'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on we'll it. We'll work they on... finally have to put some of the outlandish shit into practice. I did look up Captain Burke himself and John Edward Burke. It's not like Burke and Wills. N- no. No? You sure? Wait. Yeah, Burke, Burke and, and Wills. Which would what? Who's Burke in Burke and Wills? Uh, I'll tell you. Hang on. Uh, all I'm reading is oh Robert O'Hara Burke. Yeah, I knew it was a different Burke. So that's a totally different Burke. Different blokes. All oh, right, good. Sure, they knew each other, but they um listen. <laughs> Burks. There's really nothing interesting about this bloke. Um, <laughs> He's I'm, notable. I'm, Imagine if you died and then a hundred years on, two blokes on a podcast said you're a notable figure because there is nothing interesting about you. Well, I mean, you're interesting enough to get a very nice little park. Oh, that's fine. But fucking not much. He was the mayor. Burke was an alderman of South Brisbane. Oh. And then the mayor in 1912. So he was the mayor of the year Titanic sunk. So oh. that happened on his Good bloke. Now you've got um, something here about a rat race, Henry. We're not talking about the rat race in... I don't know the corporate spheres across the river. No, I go, long bow to draw. Not talking about that. Was yeah. it a was there a um, Rowan Atkinson film? Rat Race. Yes. Yeah, uh, it was a remake of a yeah classic comedy. Funny, goofy character. Very goofy type movie. Very goofy. Rowan Atkinson played this peculiar man who did funny facial expressions. Yeah, he played really against time. <laughs> he, he kind of went out of the box. Well, he was he was against time because he actually had dialogue in this movie yeah. as opposed to being like. <laughs> 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 Mr. Fucking Ben. Mr. Ben. How funny would it be if, like, in one episode, he goes, "I'm Mr. Fucking Ben." <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just like stares a bloke down the road, like, blah, blah, blah. "You better fucking listen <laughs> to me now, mate." 
on Mr. Fucking Bean. I've been putting this fucking on. I've been, I've putting, been putting on this fucking It's like a act. thing in the prestige where it's like, that's the trick. He's doing it all the time. He's like a Kaiser Soze. Mr. Bean is a whole act. <laughs> I'd love it. like, Mr. Bean robs a bank and kills 80 people and no one ever suspects it. He's like, Henry, come in close to me. And next time you want to fucking ask questions, remember my name. Greg Bean. <laughs> and you are terrified when you hear his real voice because you know he's about to kill you. I mean, yeah. no one's ever heard his real voice and, and is lived. left alive. It's like, you just flicked the bean. Maybe when you piss him off and they're like, hey, mate, um, <laughs> we've been meaning to talk to you about this. Uh, you gotta, that kind of means- Captain, means so- Captain we can't keep saying the bean has flicked another. It just sounds way too weird. But whenever he wants to get out of answering for that weird catchphrase, yeah. he's like, I'm missed. I'm flick. He's like, you're going to flick this bean. And, then, and whenever they try to question on it, he just goes, he's like, oh. <laughs> he just revert. We, like, we should tell Amy oh. McMahon about this. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure as, uh, as member of South Brisbane, she'd be able Amy, to- Amy, what are your thoughts on the fact that popular, uh, <laughs> popular lovable goof, the- Mr. Bean is actually the conspiracy theory we're hearing from QAnon and other sources that Mr. Bean has been faking his personality yeah. and he's actually a fucking- It's a long nut. play, Amy. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Maybe just turn the mics off for a second, boys. Beep. <laughs> How the fuck did you find out? Did Berkman tell you? <laughs> did Michael fucking Berkman MP tell you this? Because he wasn't meant to know. <laughs> Why do you think Trad got accused of corruption? Threatened to leak the bean files. She threatened to bake the bean. <laughs> Uh, just, like, just like this conspiracy that goes all the way to the top of the guy. It comes out and the like, news are like, hello, I'm Andrew Lofthouse. And in what has to be one of the more confusing political <laughs> scandals, it seems like the Queensland state government have, well, don't know how to say this, concealed the true personality of Mr. Bean. A character. For what has to be like upwards of a few decades. Anyway. You'd think it started with Joe Bielke Peterson a lot earlier. Yep. It was really weird. As is pretty well litigated, we don't really know how old this guy is. <laughs> He's an alien. Uh, but there's a real rat race, Henry. The rat race. Captain Berg, what's your, bring, what's your rat race? To bring thing? it sort of back, the rat race was this thing the YMCA ran, which was just fucking cool. And they did it in Bert, Captain Burke Park. Oh, yeah. And it was um, a community event where it was like a fun run, but it was super cool because there was like inflatable slides you had to get up. Oh, so sort of a like a foam bath, like a big inflatable pool with foam and like so a it's bubble like bath. Sort of like Survivor, that go show that I always thought I'd be good at. Survivor meets Wipeout meets Ninja oh, Warrior. Was, you sorry, mean Wipeout. Wipeout. I mean Wipeout. Wipeout Ninja Warrior versus yeah. like a Camp Orange-esque. But it was, um, I don't really have any jokes about it. fucking awesome. Bro, Wipeout was cool. Wipeout was, Wipeout was like better than Ninja Warrior because they didn't try to act like it was impressive. Everyone was like, let's watch these people get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and just like the multiple replays of getting whacked in the face. Now, speaking of getting whacked in the face, Henry, we see a bit of history about Kangaroo Point being one of the earliest suburbs settled, but it had a reputation for violent and rowdy street gangs in the 1900s right. with a number of street riots. Now, has the police gone through drastic gentrification <laughs> in Kangaroo Point's having violent and rowdy street gangs? I mean... Yes, there's still a pocket of it. And we did get a message that, you know, it blends great nightlife with a whole bunch of robberies. Mm. But gee, the gang you're seeing now is a bunch of abseilers coming down. <laughs> the most likely way you die in Kangaroo Point is probably falling off the cliffs while fucking abseiling. Yeah. <laughs> or like drinking, like drowning in kombucha when it goes down the wrong throat. <laughs> More likely to trip over a bit of kombucha than to get stabbed by a street gang. And another life has been lost today in Kangaroo Point to the great kombucha drowning. Mm. I actually do have a story. I accidentally committed an act of quite intense violence at Kangaroo Point once. Oh. 
But, um, we gonna do that now. I or? was gonna say it in contemporary, but I'll say it now because it probably makes more sense. Okay. Uh, so you know how the the cliffs, and we'll get to, is a classic place for a picnic. Mm. Chill out. I, I went there with my family and and the whites, some great friends of ours when we were younger, um, and to this day. But I was about thirteen years old, and Dad had brought an esky, yeah. and it had some ice in it. He hadn't properly broken up the ice as dads do with the big over the shoulder thing. So there were some big chunks of ice, uh, and me and the other kids sort of started, you know. Throwing little chunks of ice at each other, sort fun. of passing it between us, bit fun. A lot of fun. I escalate things dramatically. Awesome. Pelt it at someone. They duck. <laughs> it goes soaring. Um, chunk of ice, probably almost the size of your fist. Oh, ab- like big. It's oh, not okay. just an ice cube. Uh-oh. Absolutely thuds into the back of a woman's head, <laughs> and I've never wanted to Eat jump it. off the cliff more. Eat shit. Like, like, even though I was probably still young enough for it to be like slightly like, oh shit, he didn't know what he was doing. Like maybe 11, 12 actually, I just want to sink into the fucking ground. And like, I definitely ruined the day. Just hail. No one could relax after I'd accidentally <laughs> assaulted this Did woman. Did she so, b- respond? Oh, she like screamed out in pain. She saw it was me. <laughs> yeah! Like, like She's just like, I got a brain freeze. No, no, no. Oh, oh Frozone, cut it out, would you? But um, where now, is my super suit? It was. I mean, it was really. It must have been those street gangs that used to revolve that really infested me, and you know, came yeah. into my my soul for a brief moment. But it's yeah, just hail, mate. You I've tried been to been oh, oh, sorry, a momentary hail. Yeah, well, uh, check out Brisbane weather. They were testing hail. A little yeah, bit. Bomb of hail. told us about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get on the bomb radar because there's just like random hail. Mm. There's just loose, fast hail. You know what, mate? I reckon it was probably. That woman was on her way to a shift as a cop at the refugee prison. So, right. so you probably A-cab. did the right thing. A-cab, motherfucker. A-cab, motherfucker. I got her white where we want it. Um, you have an interesting stat here about sex, mate. I do. And those do. who work and, in it. Uh, sex work, obviously, uh, we're a very sex positive show, uh, respectable industry. Yep. Safe and legal. Uh, in 2004, 2% of sex workers in all of Queensland were street prostitutes operating in Kangaroo Point. Now, it's killing me that I can't remember the, uh, where I heard this from originally. But when I was like quite a bit younger, like 13 or 14, I remember, I think we were driving through Bowen Hills, yeah. like an older mate. And I was like, oh, you know, there's a brothel there. And he's like, yeah, I'm well fucking aware there's a brothel in Bowen Hills. Did you know that most of the apartments at Kangaroo Point are where, like, I don't know, like prostitutes who go into individual practice worth out of? I don't know what the word is. But they're not brothels. I'm sure they're it's just not like individual practice. Uh, I'm sure they go, mate. They're not practicing. They're bloody doing it. But uh, practice on makeup, perfect. Uh, but yeah, so we looked it up, and there was an article saying that the Fortitude Valley has been usurped as Brisbane's red light district by a swanky riverside suburb featuring million dollar residents and private river moorings. Apparently, this is where all the prostitutes are. The Wikipedia page is really selling it, being like. Fortitude Valley is not like they sound like they're making. Yeah, it a sounds pitch. like uh, they're making a swanky riverside suburb yeah. featuring million dollar. If you want to have a wank in a place with plenty of swank, it's gotta be Kangaroo <laughs> Point for a prostitute. There's no better place for a hand job than in a million dollar residence or a private river mooring. It's like KP made some killer prostitutes there. They're top shelf. KP. Uh, but the article I found, Henry, also cites a very interesting character. It cites Andreas Schloenhardt, a senior lecturer in uh, criminal law at the University of Queensland, said that more female sex workers were seeking work outside the city's historical red light district as male clients prioritise privacy. Now, we've both been taught by Andreas. He's a lecturer at UQ. A, a legendary lecturer. Um, little, uh, not very surprising to me that he put his hand up to so immediately comment on, yeah, people want privacy when they're hiring prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, listen... Let me tell you this. They didn't reach out to him. 
No, he's I think, I think I reckon he's got a. He got a whiff that the Brisbane Times was doing an article, and he goes, "Yeah, I have a bit to say. I've been to Vienna. <laughs> I have a little bit to say." He's like, "When I was uh, teaching a very attractive young man, <laughs> never mind. Actually, I don't know. I don't know where." Don't know where too, we're going. Too, too long since I've done. <laughs> too uh, too defamatory. I don't exactly feel like defaming um, someone. But it is interesting and it adds just that completely different dimension to Kangaroo Point, which, you know, the growing image I'm getting, Henry, is this is a place with a skyline of high rise and small Queenslanders mm. of rich families and respectable prostitutes. It's a place of absolutely everything. It is a mm. kitchen sink of Brisbane, uh, not in a great way, but it's a kitchen sink of Brisbane regardless. Mm. Couldn't agree more. And mm. to finish Wikipedia Week out, Joe, would you like to read some of the very funny yeah. names of the notable people uh, that uh, have come out of Kangaroo Point? Uh, Kangaroo Point alumni include Cyril Tennyson White. Cool. Oscar Werner Teagues. And my favourite, the silliest name I've ever heard, <laughs> Sylvester Diggles. Sylvester Diggles. Sylvester Diggles. That sounds like the most outlandish nickname for someone. Like after they, yeah. I don't know, you catch them watching Rocky while like digging yeah. into a box of like fucking chips and you're like, yeah, right. Oh, bloody Sylvester no. Diggles over here. Sylvester Diggles. Like, it's such a long bow to draw to be a guy's real name. Uh, musician apparently. Oh, cool. Uh, which makes me wonder, as you say in your stand-up, Henry, is the stage name, because if it isn't insane, if it is, get a better stage get a better name stage than Sylvester name. Diggles. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Wiki Pedioni, as usual. Uh, let's talk contemporary. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Talking contemporary kangaroo point, and no, there are no kangaroo points. I mean, kangaroos there. Well, there's no kangaroos making points. There's no it's, kangaroos it's, pointing. It's like no... people can't conceive that a suburb could have a name that isn't literal. I love our un-Pakistanis, but it seems like everyone dropped their thinking cap here. Of course there's not kangaroos. Today, I'd like to make a kangaroo point. They jump. Thank you. That's true. The cliffs, we should talk about first. <laughs> Iconic. Has been pointed out to us, and we should note, they're not actually, um, like, they're man-made cliffs, in yeah. essence, because they were mined and as woman basically made. a quarry. And woman-made. And woman-made. Um, however, Which the importance of, oh, my God, they're man-made, is lessened by the fact that I don't think the new farm cliffs are. No. So there were natural cliffs. It was, a, it was a quarry. I mean, it was. There were always cliffs. Like there was always a higher bit of land that sloped down to the mm. river. It's how fucking rivers work. I think they just made it a more dramatically steep cliff. I never thought. I never really thought they were cliffs. No, I was always certain. Like, there's no. That's not a natural facing cliff. No, God no. It's it's too nice and it's too precise. It looks like the main thing. Mount fucking Rushmore. Uh, now, Henry, a little bit of a numerical guess for you. Yeah. How high do you think the cliffs are? I reckon they're like eighty-five meters. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't think you have a good grip I don't. on what 85 metres looks like. You know what I literally did in my head? <laughs> what? How far is 100 metres on a track and field track and just go up? Uh, it's 18 metres. Oh. It's so much oh, less than I you meant, think it I is. Meant 18 point, I, mean, I said 18.5 metres. Oh, you mean, you've misheard me, Joe. I oh, said 18.5 metres, which is my weird way of saying 18. <laughs> yeah. I never say the decimal point out loud because no, it's no, rude. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's you rude to that I would. You would assume that I would understand that you meant 18 metres. When I said 18.5 <laughs> metres to stand listeners, what Joe heard was 85 metres, which is clearly a fucking ridiculous guess. <laughs> um, absolutely insane. They're not 18 metres. They're way taller. They're not taller than 18 metres. I'm one meter and then some. <laughs> then a bit more. <laughs> yeah, and ten of you standing on top of your shoulders would reach the top of the kangaroo point. Nah, course. it's taller than that. 
It's 18 metres. Absolutely 100% it's 18 It's That's bullcrap. We'll check this again. Look at when, you look, look at when you're on the ferry and you, they, they soar into the sky, mate. It's 18 metres. At their highest point, they're 18 metres. Mate, that's this, fucking Look at this dumb. photo of two people to scale against the rest of Kangaroo Point. Mm. Ten of them would absolutely make it to the top of the cliff. At which point I'd be asking why you're all standing on top of each other's shoulders and, to prove uh, me and wrong. if you wanted to, to be a little bit funny, you could like... Kick the ankles out from the one underneath. Oh, you throw fucking ice at them from the top. Now nine deaths at Kangaroo Point while some people <laughs> who were stupidly trying to prove a podcast was wrong after we'd already been corrected. Um, well, that's just not the truth. Um, I'm shocked you didn't go to your classic uh, rebuttal of I haven't had dinner. I also haven't had dinner. I would have let you off the hook for that because you were so outlandishly wrong. I'm going to chalk it up to haven't had dinner. Well, uh, I'd love some dinner. True. Now, um, the cliffs for me, Henry, contemporary kangaroo point. I actually, I'm going to say more than New Farm, more than Tenerife, more than anywhere else. I think it's influencer central for exercise oriented influences. Mm. I think for the joggers, for the yoga artists, mm. for the Pilates queens, I think it's influencer central. I think beauty influencer is a little bit more the realm of the long lunch at New Farm, Tenerife, the nice walk in the morning. I think if your whole shtick is I run a PT business, I have 18,000 followers and every photo of mine is in sportswear of some variety, man or woman, you're a kangaroo point. It's just basic thing to say. But it is just the best view in Brisbane. It's absolutely and it, breathtaking. And it makes total sense that that is fed into the influencer and industry. As a North Sider, as a North Sider, it is still a huge treat for me to see that view at Kangaroo Point. And it, I you, don't and often you, see it. And if you catch it at five forty-five before going to Jess oh Chippendall's grandparents' apartment for a quick drink before popping over the river to see Florence and the Machine at the River Stage, if yeah, you catch exactly it exactly what I in those conditions. Yeah. Oh, it's a view. For mine, even if you catch it after a long ODI that Australia lost to England at the start of 2018, walking up because you and your mate Henry are too lazy to get an Uber, about 10.30, still stunning. I like that you said we were too lazy to get an Uber. Oh, no, we, oh, no that makes sense because it was like... And we walked to Kangaroo Point. Yeah. We were too lazy to get an Uber from like Woolen Oh, true. After a Gabba I think too lazy because it's more of a Siebes to figure out where to get an Uber around the Gabba than when to just say, just fuck it, that's, 800 metres That's what right. I suspect. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, but it's fucking... Yeah, I agree. Under those, it, it is gorgeous. And I think, well, Matt Hendry, who's a very keen un-Pakistani, still hasn't picked up his shirt, um, oh but very God. keen un-Pakistani, up, who sent, sent in heaps about this episode Legend. Um, for Kangaroo Point, so thanks for that. Um, but he said that apparently he reckons there is now a company there that is staging picnics um, and they're like a professional photo company. So they set up a picnic for you ah. and then get professional photos for you there. And he reckons they're just making an absolute killing. Um, how how long do they last with cameras just getting better and better? You look at the back of a new yeah. iPhone and it looks like the set of a film. It looks like some fucking four-eyed Cyclops. Yeah. No, the opposite of a Cyclops. Some fucking four-eyed freak. It looks like me. There's more lenses than a Bailey Nelson conviction, mate. Conviction. Yeah, mate. There's more cameras than... Like, I don't know, going on an indie holiday with some people who have film cameras. I oh, know, film good. cameras are a thing now. That's good. More cameras than when we went to Caloundra. That's great. Yeah. Um, that's great. That's great. Nine people will get it. Yeah, that's great for the audience. <laughs> um, but no, that's my thing. And particularly like staging professional photo picnics. Like there's some events that I'd still want a pro photographer to shoot. Mainly my wedding. Yeah. Oh, wedding pics would have to go Wedding pics you'd, you'd want full on pro. But I'm sorry, a professional photo shoot of your picnic Get your mate with an iPhone XR or whatever they're calling them these days to have mm. a fucking punt. Hell yeah. Have a punt. Have a punt, seriously. Yeah. And um, so abseiling, you would 
just absolutely not fuck with, I yep. imagine. Lifelong fear of mine. Uh, well litigated on the show. Any sort of... I'm terrified of heights. Um, even 18 metres, mate. Even 18 metres. Well, no, it's... it's Everyone who's scared of heights says like, oh, I'm scared of falling, not scared of heights. But e.g., top of the Eiffel Tower, which is like 60 metres. If you're in a cage, I wasn't... I'm not remotely scared. And like being in tall buildings and like, you know, places, not terrifying. Abseiling gets me like nothing else because it's all they need is a carabiner to slip and I die. And not a painless falling 60 metres crushed in the earth death, but every bone in my body would break. I would be kept alive for 10 hours and I'd die. I'm so scared of abseiling. Now, what you've got to do is that you clearly haven't, when you've tightened the carabiner, you then got to twist Tighten it then, back a bit. Yeah. You tighten it as tight as you can t- pass in it and then you unscrew it a little bit. Now, because do we that, know why that, you unscrew it a little bit? Because it releases the pressure. Because if it's done all the way up and then you fall, I think it's more like the carabiner is going to go blinky. Oh, I think if, you, if, it's it if it's already at its max pressure, yeah. if you put more pressure on it, where's it going to go? So you need to give it somewhere uh, to go. I think you need to give the carabiner somewhere to go. You know what the scariest part of abseiling is? What's that? Absolutely the start because the feeling of going with your back like parallel to the ground is so foreign. So while I don't actually hate rock climbing starting from the ground up because it feels like you're sort of in control the whole time. Oh, my other big hatred of abseiling, you can't really hold on to anything. Oh, That's yeah. what feels weird about it. Rock climbing's fine because it's like, yeah. okay, I can grip onto something. If I fall, the rope's there to catch me. For abseiling, the rope is the whole activity. Yep. No, I agree. It's... Rock climbing is less scary than absolutely. Oh, rock climbing also is fucking sick. I've done both at Kangaroo Point Cliffs. Oh, really? I've never rock. I've only ever rock climbed at like rock sports in the valley. Right. Um, I had a weird amount of mates at school for like one year. They're all grammar guys, and they all were really into rock climbing. Well, mate of ours, Owen, Chalk the other fingers. night was over. Oh yeah, and we were talking about you know uh, OJ. Yeah, OJ was over, and we were talking about like exercise and whether you're doing any. And I was like, you look quite good. I was like, you, you, you look quite fit. He does look fit, actually. Well, I was like, you look fit. That's strong clean. as well. Well, makes sense. Because he goes, mate, I'm mad into rock climbing. Oh. And I was like, fucking pardon. I was expecting you to say like jogging like every other person in the world. Yeah, or like I've been going to, like swimming's coming back a bit. Swimming's rock back. climbing. Um, Admittedly, I don't know anyone who's really into rock climbing that doesn't look incredible. I'm not just talking oh, about mate. like fitness. I reckon the glamour muscles, like we're talking pecs, Abs. Well, it arms, works all shoulders. the good bits, bro. Yeah. You Whereas become like, a I fucking rock. You have I don't to, know. You have to climb yourself by the end, bro. Yeah, it's basically a full body exercise where the glamour muscles get a lot of attention. It's mm. fucking sick. Why don't we do rock climbing more? We should. Because well, you're scared an- of it. I oh, asked yeah, I like it. Not those little five metre ones, though. No. Nah. That's fine. Play on. I like the rock climbing. It's a lot of fun. We had some family friends who took us out there to Kangaroo Point. I think we had some. We had a little barbecue at the top. We abseiled. We climbed rocks. It was sick. That's very fun, Hannah. Question I want to ask you, though. Yeah. Regarding that we do have a quarry that has been built in cliffs, which Hamish told us a lot of... Apparently, the rocks from that quarry, the Kangaroo Point yep. cliffs, uh, have been used to make other iconic things around Brisbane. So, apparently, the old oh. like we mill, the old mill or the fucking windmill or whatever it is it's at Spring Hill was made out of the rock from that quarry. Oh, that windmill anyway. that I notoriously forget about. That one. Interesting aside. Uh, oh, yeah, but the... The rocks are just like inside every hair product Stefan sells. <laughs> it's like, oh. with a little bit of dust of kangaroo point rock. <laughs> get I some, don't know how he sounds. Get some quartz in you. He's a Lebanese, British, Australian immigrant. Sure. Tricky accent. Well, that's Henry, good do that, you, Stefan? No, good that you brought up fucking Stefan on the theme of iconic Brisbaneites because... We've got a big cliff. What if it was like Mount Rushmore? Oh, who so would, true. Who, so you can have four. Who are the four Brisbane faces on Mount Rushmore? Okay, and, and only Brisbane? Bri- it's for Brisbane. Our Mount Rushmore. Now, are we leaning... 
I think what politicians and founding fathers are to Americans mm. is like sportsmen and cultural leaders to Australians. We don't deify our politicians to the same degree Americans do. So are I think putting, the best analogy... Are we putting Russia. like Clem Jones on there is my question? No. Okay. Because the way like... like Some people like actively love George Washington in the way we love like Alan Border. Yeah. Okay. Um, Darren Lockyer. Yeah. Obviously. No... Or do we put Wally Lewis up? Wally, yeah. I think we put Wally Lewis up over Darren. Also, Darren was a Roma boy who moved to Brisbane when he signed with the Broncos. Yeah. Wally played like club footy for, for Valley. Like, well. and yeah. Wynnum. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll do Wally Lewis. Wally Lewis is We've got there. four faces. Bernard Fanning. Yeah. yeah. I, I think captures the spirit of Queensland like no one else. Also, comical snub to the rest of Powderfinger, which I find very funny. That I, like. I mean, you could get away with just carving the five faces of Powderfinger, but everyone would go, oh, who's Bernard Fanning and those four other dudes? Yeah, true. I think it has to be Bernard Fanning, Wally Lewis. Um, I'd love, love to get up. Um, uh, oh, Marbo. From Brisbane? He's a Queenslander, at least. Okay. Oh, well, no, he's not from Brisbane, I assume. No. Try, he's definitely try, from... He, Marbo was from Queensland. I, try I to, wasn't. Trying to get in someone that isn't a white dude. Yeah. I think Marbo's... Uh, he's definitely from Queensland. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and then um, definitely not Campbell Newman. Kate Jones, <laughs> <laughs> got to be Kate Jones for defeating the uh, the worst. Eddie Marbo was uh, no, he's not from Brisbane. He was he was born on the island called Mer. What? He was born on an island called M E R. Right. Oh, from like Mer, as, as in what terrorist kids used as to in say literally to each other. Mer. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm probably, sure that's not what terrorist kids were trying to say. Uh, no, not at all. Um, okay. So we got sport, we got music. I'm wondering if there's some sort of like, I don't know, well, that's like Andrew Petrie if we wanted to do like a founder. Well, I was going to say the Veronicas and like their heads on top of each other could be fun. Ash Barty's not there yet. No. You like, I'm trying to think of other sports people who like, like Ash Barty, Ash Barty in five to 10 years time could really be up there. Definitely not putting Jacob Elordi up yet. No. <laughs> Is Alyssa Healy a Queenslander? Morat? Rat, Definitely maybe. not there yet. Alan Border, AB's pretty good. AB's good, although oh, he, you know what's different? And because yeah. I, I I'm just trying to something arts. I guess we've got Powderfinger. What about Courtney Act? Who's that? The drag queen. Oh. The famous drag queen. Okay, which is pretty fun. Um, we've got about Sandgate. Oh, okay, yeah, that'll do. It. I don't think the oh, Veronica. Um, I'm one of the BGs. Oh, all, all three yeah. of the BGs. Their faces divided into like thirds. Because there's a statue to them as Ray, at Redcliffe as well. Like they're a big deal. Right in on this. Very interesting. Yeah, to hear we'll, we'll say. You know what? I'll say I'm settled on Wally Lewis and Bernard Fanning. Really open to discussion on the other two. Yeah, Brisbane's cool. Mount Rushmore. What's it going to be? Okay, let us know. Stefan is the main pick. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about very briefly before we move on the Red Men because we've talked about the fitness freaks that hang out there. Down Who are the, the Red Men? They I, they wore what I put on the Instagram. Um, when we were promoting this episode, was they're like these oh, statues right, 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 of red right, men. Right. And they used to be- They're quite big. Well, they used to be the red man running group, oh. which is the way you'd make- It probably still exists. I've seen sparrows. Do you know what's going on with sparrows? No. It's that weird run group that seemingly everyone hot in Brisbane is doing. I think oh. they run around Kangaroo Point. Oh, Just right. so emblematic. Well, that's where the red man group used to run because they'd meet oh. at the red men, the statues of the red men. I don't know what their story Maybe is. Maybe sparrows is the logical successor to the hey. red man group. What? I'm going to Google this. I'm literally typing into Chrome, what the fuck is with the red men? Well, you didn't hear, Henry? 
at Kangaroo They Park. moved to New York, uh, changed colour, started an <laughs> off-Broadway show. Scared the shit out of me in 2015. I hate the Blue Man Group, man. Um, don't know. Can't find anything on it. So there no. you go. Um, but I, uh, I, I, yeah, let's let's push on that. I don't know what's going on with those Red Men. I don't, I'm not saying. I don't know if they come alive at night. No, I hope they do like a night at the museum, night at the Kangaroo Point type thing. Oh! Night at the Maritime Museum. Nice. Most boring Ben Stiller movie of all time. <laughs> oh, the boat's alive. Oh, cool, shit. it always was. That anchor's trying to get with my <laughs> wife. Uh, now, Henry, let's before we get on to the Story Bridge Hotel, I want to talk about its namesake. I want to talk about the Story Bridge. Yeah. It is, I think, unequivocally Brisbane's most recognisable landmark. You know, we are we have an open hatred on the show of oh, Brown Snake, oh, Milton Mangoes. I'm all in for the Story Bridge. Whether you're doing it ironically, non-ironically, you think it's funny or what, I love the Story Bridge. It is home to Brisbane's least subtle speed camera. No, if not, you, for, not for Georgia. Oh, you're kidding. I reckon it's pretty subtle. She got dinged the other day. It is you the know, most car. Well, it is literally the most well-known one in all of Brisbane. By yep. a mile for me. It, oh, if, no, if, no sympathy. If you are coming from the east and you get dinged by that camera, Ding. you are a fucking fool. Yeah, similar for coming from like Kelvin Grove, getting onto the ICB in Hale Street. That camera there, full. They don't like it was all like they advertised it. It was all it, over the it's news. It's also like very visible. Like sometimes there's like urban knowledge about like all oh, the speed cameras that you can literally see that one. I'll point it out to everyone next time I go past it. Uh, now my fun trivia question about the Story Bridge, Henry. Two parts. One, what is it technically called? The Hume Highway. No, not at all. The Hume Highway is like a country road. Ah. You're on the right vibe. But it's a highway, isn't it? It's a highway. Gold Coast Highway. It's the shortest highway in Australia the Bruce. in terms of distance. It's called the Bradfield Highway. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said Hume. Hume is... Is it Hume in Victoria? I don't know the Hume Highway. <laughs> you haven't had dinner, Henry. I haven't had dinner, you say. I think the Hume Highway is... Is it the problem with not having dinner? Like, I think the Hume Highway the is the one that goes from... Um, Oh, it's in New South Wales. I think it's the one that goes from ACT to Sydney. It goes around Canberra. It goes past Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga. Albert. Did you just say Wagga Wagga? I haven't had dinner. Oh, bro. The problem is like, by the time we finish recording this, all the good dinner places are going to be closed. I'm going to have to have toast. Oh, no. No, you'll definitely just get Macca's or pizza. But yeah, so uh, that comes up. That question I've been asked so many times and just like naff work trivia things and just general. Uh, on a lot of Forex gold caps. So everyone listening uh, in, Story Bridge, shortest highway in Australia and it's called the Bradfield Highway. Cool. Uh, Story Bridge climb, Henry. You have a bit of work experience with the SBC. Yeah, I haven't climbed it myself. I don't assume you have because of the heights thing. Uh, absolutely shit scared. You, again, that's one of those things you couldn't pay me enough to do. I think all Hallows used to do it as like a school day. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, we're all going up the bridge. Yeah, didn't they also like used to go like wet and wild? Yeah, the Never whole school, school went seemed to, f- to take less term four less seriously. It's still the less, least fun school ever yeah, where absolutely. like teachers giving an inch to kids. Yeah, yeah Shit yeah. my sisters used to get in trouble for. Yeah. Oh, si- we'll take you to Wet and Wild and Storybridge Hotel, but if you try to have fun, sorry, Storybridge Climb, not hotel. Alice was a house sick. captain. Of, the, of Loretto, at like she was at All Hallows and there was a house called Loretto, which cool. is a power move. Better than Beanland. Much better than Beanland. Beanland. But um, the same colour, nonetheless. Um, <laughs> but Alice's house, they, for house choir, wanted to do Don't Stop Believing and very relevant to this episode because it was a about a prostitute, apparently, which at no point- No, it's not. Has anyone from Journey ever said- but surely teachers at All Hallows tried to like dig up old interviews. Like independently decided to conclude this. Like, like you in- thinking Green Day is a Sesame Street thing. Just yeah. like absolutely baseless. But at least I was told that. Yeah, true. In a, in a joking fashion that I didn't pick up on. But yeah, and then Alice got in like all this trouble and they weren't allowed to do Don't Stop Believing. Okay. The house fucking sucks. Think of a more vanilla sanitized song. 
I to love the it. point where Glee did it as I almost think a tongue in cheek. What would the goobiest bunch of goobers? Yeah, it's not about sex workers. A singer in a smoky room. Oh. The jazz club at Kangaroo Point. Oh, I bloody won't stop believing uh, that all hallows. Didn't, doesn't like fun. Didn't get disciplined. Right. Uh, no, so didn't you? I mean, my big. I think. My oh yeah, we did, did like a we did a Nova thing where it was actually sick. We did it. They did a show live at the top of the story. That's bridge, cool. The Brecky show. I think that is that is earnestly very cool. Pretty tough, obviously, technically to pull off. It was great. Um, my job was to sit at the center for the story bridge climb. Pretty sure I just like, got coffees and like signed in. Oh, guests. so you didn't go on the climb? Fuck no. Oh. I didn't, I didn't get to go anywhere near the climb. Oh, they weren't making junior Bretts get up there. No, I was sitting just around. Oh. Pretty sure I like got like coffees for the listeners who turned up who didn't want to climb the bridge. Oh. They're like the plus ones. I think they, sure. took, they took listeners up the bridge, I think. Busby Maru played on the bridge, like on the top with the show, which I thought was pretty I'd cool. I like it if Busby Maru went up on the bridge and only played the bridge of his songs. Oh. Just like, it's not a verse, it's not a chorus. You're about to hear 19 bridges in a row. Well, that's awesome fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and bridge over troubled water. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, Story Bridge played a big role for me at the beginning of my nightlife career. Oh, yeah. Because I, um, I used to walk home from the valley. God. I get wildly mocked for this. God, you're a sting. You can't. You're you, a oh, gut wrenching sting, bro. You think I'm stingy now? Like you? No, I've heard stories. You can't possibly believe to begin how stingy I was back in the day. Like complete inverse of money burning a hole in your pocket. Oh, oh mate. Whereas funny enough, the, the money was sewing hole. Like funny sewing enough, up Henry, holes. I'm more stingy now than I used to be. Yeah, like we've kind of met in the middle a bit. Yeah, I'm a bit we've, more liberal we've gotten with, a little bit more reasonable. We've kind of met in the middle a bit because I, yeah, bro, I used to not want to pay the eighteen dollars because I lived at Hawthorne at the time. It was eighteen dollars. Jesus, from also, like, Oh Hello, which was really the only club we were going to also, at that like, eighteen. Surely you didn't have anyone to split it with. Oh, I count on like one hand the number of times I've gone home from the valley alone. Not like pulling, oh, but just right. like mates. I don't know. I just like I, I would pack. We didn't have AirPods back then. I would wrap my cord earphones around my phone. You're kidding. Have it in my pocket. And when I decided the night was done at Oh Hello, I'd leave, whack the earphone headphones in and walk home. 2 a.m., two and a half hours. You're kidding. Because I was oh, like, of course, actually. I was a bit drunk. Yonks. And it was during the summer a lot of times. It was hot in chinos. And say, chinos, chinos button up, walking over the Story Bridge. But it's a lovely way to end a night in Brisbane. It is. Looking out over the Story you, Bridge. You do have to walk through some like slightly suspicious areas. Oh, mum went fucking berserk when she found out I did it. Yeah. She was like, you're going to get killed. Absolutely. And I was like, see, I chanced it once because I remember in like, I think in 2018, we were all having a big like, oh, like try and walk home from the valley. For like, almost like for fitness or something. So I tried to do it once, walked back to Wilston from the Valley. I got to like Windsor and gave up, which was good going. But that would that only took half an hour mm. and I was like absolutely exhausted. To think you did five times that journey. But when I got home, I jumped in the pool in my clothes. Oh, and mum was like, you've also like ruined this nice shirt. It's and like my chinos. God, or- to be, I can't even begin to imagine how much you'd be sweating. Oh, bro. Leaving a nightclub walking for two and a half hours. Gross. You could Jesus. follow my trail home. <laughs> A literal snail trail. Mm. Story Bridge is also where my uh, uncle, in when Limes began, uh, who's actually a dentist, uh, <laughs> was going across the Story Bridge, going as fast as he could on a lime, uh, hit something in the footpath, came off, was like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I'd heard a bit, no worries. He lives in Norman Park. Uh, and about five minutes, he's pushing on on the lime, and he goes, geez, is it raining or something? My face feels pretty wet. Pulls over, gets out his selfie camera, absolutely covered in blood. 
So he like fell off the lime, split open his nose and head and didn't realise. Anything to do with the dentistry and that or? Well, I think he like hit his teeth on the ground. Oh, that'd be a bad look for a dentist. Yeah, no, as in like, there is no uh, doctor who gets more in your face than a dentist. Fuck I'm up. imagining like stitches and shit on your head <laughs> and nose and like broken teeth as you're like, oh, how have you not been flossing? <laughs> as I've been splitting my skull open. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story though. And the Story Bridge Hotel, as you mentioned earlier, great little spot. Um, what's that deal they've got? Uh, yeah, I see it every time I go over because they have the big neon sign that advertises it. For $14, you can get a bowl of butter chicken and a 4X gold. I would not say <laughs> oh, classic. They, adver- they advertise yeah, that they on advertise their roof huge. as you drive over. It's they like are the really main proud thing they advertise. <laughs> I can't imagine a less like two things that go together less well. Yeah, Rather no. butter chicken, I don't want to be it. Maybe a glass of white, maybe a glass of red, but like, there's just something. Also, like, can you imagine the shit you'd take after a butter chicken oh. and a few beers? I love. I, I love need the, to imagine. I live with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love the melting pot aspect of it. Like the, but uh, yeah, I don't love the. Yeah, but for melting pot for mine, go like a pad thai and a beer. You'd be melting the pot that you too, right, choose mate. to empty yourself. I don't. I, ironically, and it sort of goes into the only point I have to make about the Storybridge Hotel. I don't have a lot to say about it, and it's interesting because to some people, it's very iconic. I'd say there's a lot of people who haven't heard of it or have never been at least. Didn't Jack try to say it's one of the top five most iconic top three. pubs? Which we won't Thought go was, into because we'll do a special It's a special. That. Jack tried to say it's the top three. Mate, it doesn't make my 10. Like, yeah. it, it, yes, you see it a lot, like the sign. I don't know if enough people have actually been there. No. Because the point at which you're going there, go to like the city or the valley. Like you're so close. Mm. It's also just like, it's not very cheap. No. It's cute. But it does... It, well, it runs up against another kangaroo point establishment being the Pineapple Hotel. Pineapple, which, which I, love. I absolutely love. I'm all in for the Pineapple, Henry. Great prices. Uh, great for cricket at, yep. you know, an intermission of a session. Because at the cricket, you know, you're paying about nine bucks eighty for a schooner of Iron Jack. Mm. I remember very distinctly we went there to the Pineapple once halfway through an ODI. You know, we'd been absolutely blowing through our wallets. Go, mm. all right, let's treat ourselves pint of Bolter or something. Very nice beer. It was like eight dollars fifty. Mm. It was cheaper than the crap. Going to the pineapple and having one beer made me think, like, fuck, do we just stay here and watch it on TV? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a pub that is good enough to make you think this is better than going to the game live. Well, you you were telling me that the uh, admiration for this place runs in the family, mate. Oh yeah, my grandparents. So my mum's parents. So they've lived in Noosa their whole life. Uh, their admiration and love for the Pineapple Hotel runs so deep that they go there every single fortnight drive down from Noosa. We'll see which of their friends are around in Brisbane, but even if none are around, they will just go put together about four hours there, get in the car, go straight back to Noosa. Yeah. Imagine that sort of dedication to a pub. It's amazing. I now view like- the and There's n- pubs in Noosa. <laughs> Literally. I now view like the Newey, which is like 10 minutes from Caxton Street, as a bridge too far. Like why yeah. would I ever go there? <laughs> They're driving a solid two hours to get to the pineapple. Not batting an eyelid, mate. I love that shit. They're spending a couple of pineapples as well. Remember when that was more of a thing? Being like, yeah. can I borrow a pineapple? Like a $50 note? Yeah, legit. And then the green, what were they called? The, uh, the oh, the, the Brabants? No. No. What? Oh, as in the $100 note? Yeah. Are they nicknamed the Brabants? Oh, but it didn't even get, it was 99.94 was his average. Oh, true. I, <laughs> the 99.9. Yeah, can I grab $99.94 note? Oh, the Brabant, yeah. Or as you would say, oh, 994. Because you don't know how decimals work. I was like, a 994. I'm at dinner. Now, speaking of the Pineapple Hotel, Henry, yeah. uh, there was a funny observation made to us 
that obviously the KP120 uh, imprisoned in a hotel in Kangaroo Point. Uh, far be it from Henry and I to comment too much on a situation we're yeah, somewhat uninformed about. Before you go on, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people listening, completely aware of the refugee prison that's at yeah. uh, Kangaroo Point. We didn't want to not acknowledge it, but also it's not funny. It's fucking a disgrace. No, it's a terrible thing that so should exist. So obviously we tend to try and focus on the good parts of the suburbs. Good so. on you with the protest. 24 hours. 24-hour protest. Great. Fucking ambitious. Good ambitious. job. And you know what? Good on the protesters when they came out and said uh, there may be alternative forms of protesting than going for 24 hours. Because it got the vibe that you probably can't do a 24-hour protest forever. I mean, as the leader of the protest said in the email he sent around, he was like... They're fucking exhausting. He was like, listen, we probably... The 24-hour protest got attention. Went off for like 100 days as well. Like, they, they did... We, oh, we didn't even talk about the sit-in on the Story Bridge. Remember they, remember they, oh, Shree yeah. was involved in that and they were going to sit in on the Story Bridge and the police were like, we're going to go full police on this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think they're all haunted by when Extinction Rebellion did a sit-in on that bridge from South Bank to the city mm. and like actually fucked up the buses and everything. Like, you know, not a criticism on protest, but it is uh, slightly disturbing how quickly the police were like, if you fucking sit down on the Story Bridge, mate. I also think like not to... I think Extinction, Extinction Rebellion's record makes them a little more, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, attractive a, as a target. There's, not there's only a theory the that Extinction general, Rebellion are an actual psyop to make environmentalists look worse. Uh, that is a uh, theory. I, I don't I think, think they are a very different beast to, compare, yeah. to refugee. Yeah. for refugee activists Absolutely doing the right not. thing to be compared to. Um, um, but it is yeah. just funny, anyway. and it was observed to us that Part of the weird dichotomy at the heart of Kangaroo Point is that there can be 800 people protesting outside this place mm. while someone is getting like proposed to at a brunch spot or yeah. a bunch of old people <laughs> are celebrating like the 20th anniversary of negative gearing at the Pineapple Hotel. <laughs> it's a place like, of contradiction. It is the biggest place of contradiction. There are like backpacker motels, a Macca's, the Pineapple Hotel, a refugee prison and fucking like yeah. prostitutes all within... Yeah. A square kilometre at Kangaroo Point. True yeah. place of contradictions. You've got people being paid to take photos on the cliffs with a phone and uh, people being locked up and trying to have their phones, phones taken, off taken off them by legislation. All they want to do is bloody take a picture with their phone. How fucked is Let that? Let the boys play. It's also like you're doing it. Like government fucking stand up for your, like, at least own your evil. Yeah, legit. I don't know. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Or don't be evil. Or don't be. Yeah. <laughs> I was if saying, you're right, evil, right. own it. If you're not evil, <laughs> d- good. You know, um, who's the villain? Oh, Cruella Deville owned the evil. She owned you know, the she evil. She owned the evil, and not saying it's justified, but you know, it's less insidious. Osama bin Laden, for all the faults, he owned the, the evil. Owned like he'd drop a video and be yeah, like, "It's not that kind I'm, of shit like, where people are play like, play the villain." It's not that kind of shit where people are like, "Oh, do you know? Do you think Hitler thought he was doing the right thing?" Bin Laden lent into the fact he's like, "We are trying to wage a destructive war." And are we comparing uh, the Morrison government's policies to... To Cruella de Vil and Osama bin Laden? Yes. Absolutely. They're the dopey crossed with do- crossed with grumpy. <laughs> yes, of they these are. seven whites. Um, but I do think, yeah, that is part of the weird contrast. I don't have a lot more to say, Henry, but I think there is a real sore spot for your family as the City Hopper. Yeah, the City Hopper, once again... So we've mentioned this on the show so many times. The ferry that goes across from Tenerife to Bulimba is not free. It's expensive. The City Hopper is free and it jumps around from kangaroo point to city now the justification that council give is that oh it's for tourists we make this one free because it's a tourist hotspot um how many tourists are finding fucking captain burke park where you have to get on this thing i don't think so it's being used by people who can afford to just go to eagle street another way yes i like that it's being taken advantage of yes by, but you probably I think it's very have brisbane. to admit that there is a higher level of 
foot traffic trying to get from the city to Kangaroo Point than Bulimba to town. I don't have to admit anything. You have neither, to admit. Does, neither does my mum. You absolutely have neither to admit. Neither does my sweet mum. I, I, Do you think my sweet, generous, frail mother needs to admit <laughs> that, mate? Your frail mother who moved an entire couch into our house the other day. What a legend. Looks so good. Looks absolutely unreal. Loving the couch. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I'm actually going to put it out there. No, if I was a tourist just like, all right, let's wander around Brisbane for a day, I'd find that absolutely useful. Yeah, me too. It's not, I agree with they'd find it harder to get to Captain Burke Park. I think the more likely one is they're going from the city to Kangaroo Point. But then what do they do there? I guess walk around and look at the red men and cliffs and shit. I mean, we've spoken so much about how beautiful it is at Captain Burke Park. Park, Henry. Mm. You shot yourself in the foot here a little bit because you've talked it up so much. They're like, we came all the way from another country and we want to see a 19-metre monument. Oh, fuck. Mm. We don't know. Oh, we just missed out. That's better than, you know, oh, the city hobby's free for tourists who want to see Il Molo. It's <laughs> not <laughs> quite as useful. Whatever then. Um, we were going to briefly mention River Life. Yeah. Um, this is the place that's like... De- so there's a series of establishments down kind of towards the other end of the cliffs and there's River Life... And the Jazz Club. Now, all I have to say about the Jazz Club is that they filmed a scene from Secrets and Lies there. I came from the... I can, like, Cliff, like, Cliff Redman sounds like, it's like, have you heard the... I don't like listening to modern music. I like listening to some of the old arrangements by... Cliff Redman. Have you heard about famous trumpeter Captain Burke and his parkety parks? Yo. I'm Pineapple Burke's story and I got a bridge I want to share. Hey, Captain Burke. How about you take us to the bridge? The story bridge. Keen observers of the show will know that Henry and I don't know a lot about jazz. Outside of that, I think you should leave. The trumpet, clarinet, cello, cello. Not drums. Cello and violins is not in jazz at all. Harp, mandolin, French horn, Electric Fre- keyboard. Fre- French horn just keeps trying to fuck a horn 16 years younger than it. <laughs> yeah, the French horn actually married his English teacher. She was 40 and he was one. <laughs> um, uh, but it is near the jazz club, Henry. Just and loving you- the idea of a jazz musician just getting up and yelling instruments. <laughs> I mean, it is what they do at the end of most of their sets. They're like, and uh, tonight on the... Uh, and tonight Oh, no, have- that's my favourite part. Tonight we have Ankle Skip Murphy with his... Drum. Oh, that is literally my favourite part of any live music gig is in the, I would say, typically second to last song. It's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Henry Bratz on the bass guitar. <laughs> Best part as well with the drummer. And now, like, and of course, on the drums, Mr. Craig Burke Willis. <laughs> And then the guitarist has to introduce the singer. Yeah, that's it's always, always, very, it's always very awkward where like one other person will take the mic. On the bassoon, they had your city hop, hop, hopping from Eagle Street back all night long. Too right. Uh, you had one more thing to say about River Life. River Life, Matt Hendry, again, who contributed so much to this oh, episode. Key part of the show. Um, pointed out the very funny thing that despite it being the worst place in Brisbane to get married, because it's not an overly nice venue. No, entirely um, great. It, uh, it's still one of the more popular places to get married. And... 
so because there's like a fucking bike path running through it, apparently yep. River Life just get two employees to stand at either end of the bike path when the bride and groom are moving from one part of the venue Heart to the other. So they have, they're, either they're doing photos or they're just moving into the kind of like yeah. marquee area. Um, and apparently they're like, try to encourage people to dismount from their bikes. Continuously <laughs> ignored, which leads to the great juxtaposition of just having a black tie event with just mammals riding through, having a conversation <laughs> about their helmets in it. Which is what I imagine cyclists talk about. You know what I've just remembered? Well, maybe well. that's why you don't hire a pro photographer. You just get someone on your iPhone because there'll be so many bloody bikes in the pic. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, yeah. but we went to River Life for our Christmas party at Nova one year. Oh, was that the year someone jumped in the river? I, fuck it, I'll tell them. Matt Marsden jumped in yeah. the river. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work there anymore. I mean, not because of that. He was like a star employee. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, got in a bit of trouble for it. Jumped in the river. Um, are there, I believe Max Frisbee told him to. One of the greats. One of the um, all-time greats. One of the all-time greats. And all-time uh, frisbee. fast bowler for uh, Marsh Dashgrove. Mara's nightmarish quick who sent down a mm. tidy two from 15 off 10 overs against Iona. Restricting Padua <laughs> to a mountain of 49 for uh, the opposition. Although, to remember when he sort of, you know, his bowling slipped out and mm, uh, yeah. St. Pat's was able to hit a AIC record of 58 or 40 overs. So then um, <laughs> that at that party, basically... Big build up of like, we've got a musical guest. And everyone's like, who's the guest? Who's the guest? And yeah. the guest was pretty That's good. It's like a radio station, so you'd assume it'd be a pretty handy guest. They were like, ladies and gentlemen, standing in the river life, like outdoor area where the weddings usually yeah. are. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ricky Lee. <laughs> <laughs> now, river life didn't have anywhere to put her. So she had to come out of the canoe shed. You're kidding. Ricky Lee was just hit. So that was by, her like. She literally like room. was stepping over kayaks and oars and shit. And then was, and like she mentioned it. She was like, wow, got to say, I've had some bad green rooms in the past, but never been sharing it with like a rack of life jackets. Anyway. Oh, she's a man of the people. Here's my song Woman. that I, what's this? She's got a song. I can't, I could not Let name you a Ricky Lee song. Let me hear your hand, put your hands up in the air. Oh, I couldn't da, name da, you a Ricky da, Lee da, or Delta Brooklyn yeah. song. I'm Ricky Lee. <laughs> she said, <laughs> famously in every song. And on The Voice tonight. Ricky Lee, Coulter. <laughs> yep, there's got to be a Ricky Lee song. Ricky, or, I, or, or I'm wondering whether nobody Ricky gets it wrong Lee and they go, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, Rick Lee, the lesser known brother of Ricky. Do it like that. Wiggle It was one of her songs. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. wiggle Can't touch it. it. Do These it all like, just sounds like fake songs. She had a lot of do colors. Do it like that. Do, wiggle do, It. Raining Diamonds. Wrap It Up. Let's play, is this a real Ricky Lee song or a made-up one? All right. Um, I'll give you one. Dancing in the no, Sky. No, because I've got the list of Ricky Lee songs oh, in front right. of me, so I'm it makes sense make for you up. to guess. All right, All right go. Um, crazy. Real. Okay. Once again. False. Yeah. I'm good at this. Um, can't sing a different song. False. No, that's real. 2007 oh, really? from the brand new day album. Uh, Not up. the movie. <laughs> oh, wait, did she preempt it? Yeah. Is it just called brand new Love day? is all around. True. Yeah. Breathe. True. Um, let's do it like we do it. False. <laughs> but sounds so much like a re- That's a really good one. All of us. Burn like it like down. False. That's real. Ah, damn it. Um, this isn't going to be a Hamish and Andy special skill for me anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Nor them, it'd take a lot of effort. Um, all right. Well, I think that's enough. Let's talk about whether Kangaroo Point likes to do something. Does Kangaroo Point fuck up? Probably not going to be a long answer from me, Henry, because it's sort of answered by the prevalence of prostitution. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I do too. If Absolutely. If the majority if of the prostitutes in a city live in a place, the city fucks by definition. Maybe not in the way we always talk about it, and maybe no. not in our little fucking privileged little private school bubble yeah. of what fucking is. But which is some like, people- Go to the valley. Some people pay for the sex. Some people, and you know what? If if it's consenting, if it's legal- Absolutely. Get in there. We're a sex positive show here We've, on Unpacking. We have a segment called Does X Place Fuck? You'd assume we're sex positive. We, are, we should get an OnlyFans. And it and you just for get, what for us just like for, like for the Unpakistanis. Well, actually, can't reveal the sponsor yet. Yeah, but there could be a few videos that we have to do with the sponsor that could go up on an Unpacking Brisbane OnlyFans. Does an OnlyFans have to be no? It doesn't sexual. Like be, we could no. just do another. It's just I like think a, a Patreon style. It's sort episode. of like a Patreon. I think the reason it's been used for that is because of like I think like how encrypted it is or protected. Like it's a platform that makes a lot of sense to be a for sex. I think it's very good yeah. at keeping people anonymous. Right. But which is not what we want. Uh, no, not at all. We, we want to be. be we want to be famous. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, there's also there's enough young people there. There's enough retirees who are finally getting their shag on. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I don't know. It's a sort of beautifully romantic energy near uh, the park. There's plenty of rock look- climbing gets you all muscly and yeah. Ab- I reckon you got abs for days. If there's you're a, rock a lot climber. of uh, there's a lot of active post active wear brunch fucking hell I'm yeah. Sure. Oh. Um, oh, the stairs. People stairs. going up and down those stairs to get fit all day. The only stairs, as Kristen pointed out, that needs a traffic light. So true. Apparently there's a traffic light on the stairs, yeah. which is odd. Well, so many people are running up and down the stairs. Up and down and up and down. Just like you do when you have sex. Yeah. Yeah, so, at the end of the day, if it's the new red light district, it has to fuck. It fucks. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Well, Henry, once again, we've gotten an hour and a fair bit out of Kangaroo Point. Uh, no kangaroos, though. <laughs> oh, far out. Hoppy. Very exciting. But no, What's thank you skip? for tu- You're not going to Kangaroo Point. No. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, very excited to. If you've got any messages about Brisbane's best burger as well, let us know because mm. that episode will come out over at the next some, few weeks as we as we slowly source knowledge about burgers. Good pun. Uh, but very ex. Oh, thank you very as much. We slowly special source. Very very exciting to have a live show in the works, Henry. Yeah. Uh, by the yes, time this yes, episode please. comes out, we'll be, you know, morning of. And obviously, Henry and I take about 10 hours to prep, you know, drink our up and goes, have our porridge, get mentally right Pre-workout. for the live show. So if you could bring a plate, because the will all be in the dishwasher, that'd be fabulous. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. And yeah, very excited for Unpacking Brisbane tonight. Uh, keep an eye out for tickets for the next time we do that. Um, and until then, Merry Christmas. Keep Brisbaneing. What? <laughs> I thought we were releasing this episode on Christmas Eve. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Bobby the Book. Shoot